Welcome everyone tuning in to the hashtag stories of healing podcast episode two. The focus of the podcast is to share a story and dive into the healing process within that challenging time in life. The story could be about pain, struggle, anxiety, depression, a heartbreak, loss of employment, trauma, or any specific challenge that brought a tough experience to overcome. Stories of healing is to inspire, motivate, help others lift and rise up through their past or present struggles by listening in and connecting with the special guest who tunes into sharing their story of healing and how they overcame their battle. What was their healing process? So with that being said, good evening and welcome everyone tuning in. Today's special guest is entrepreneur, journalist, and football consultant streaming live all the way from Uzbekistan, Mr. Faizan Ali. How you doing tonight, man? How are you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, good, good. Welcome on tonight's show. You know, I just want to say I'm, I'm very thankful and grateful to have you on tonight. It's amazing that we can just connect from across the planet. And, uh, you know, listening to your story before we're going on here was very resilient. And I just, uh, I look forward to having the listeners tune in and to hear your story. Um, that being said, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from. Thank you so much for having me, man. Uh, let's start off. Uh, actually, you know, like uh, before we started our conversation, before we went live, I was mm. trying to like have a smile and everything because, uh, you know, like I, I don't want it to feel like it's like really sad a podcast or something like this like a very sad episode but mm -hmm. at the same time when you started to read what is the purpose of it like the emotion starts to kick in mm -hmm. and, uh, it, the, it, it was so hard to keep a smile on but I still want to smile because like I, I don't want it to be a very gloomy episode right right uh, <laughs> Because it's That's all about okay. healing, you know. You you need to put up a smile. You need to show that you are strong enough to go through anything. Mm. Uh, coming back to the question, like uh, my background, I'm actually from Pakistan originally, uh, but I've stayed most of my life uh, traveling around the world uh, because my father was working in uh, oil and gas industry. So usually uh, when he will change his job like uh, he went to Petronas so I was living in uh, Malaysia for the past 12 years and uh, before this uh, we've stayed in uh, states and other countries as well now I'm in Uzbekistan so I have a very mixed background I uh, I've lived in different cultures uh, and it's 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 been a roller coaster of a of a life that I've been through, but I'm sure like everyone has their own stories to share. Uh, my background in terms of work uh, has been very mixed as well. Uh, after graduation, I started. Uh, I opened my own company, started an IT company, ended up uh, buying a music studio, <laughs> so went to uh, music, and then. Uh, I started working with an, uh, another IT company as well. And then we opened a, a, a F&B restaurant. Now, at the moment in Malaysia, I have three restaurants. And Ooh. then I came to Uzbekistan. I started to uh, work in a broadcasting industry. I was working in a news channel over here. 
I was, uh, and then I started to consult in football because football has been my passion, you know. Mm. And uh, like uh, for you, music has been your way to uh, let go of everything that was inside of you, you know. Like for me, it was football. Mm. If you, if anyone talks to me about football, I can just spend hours and hours because it it is something that gives me. Uh, some sort of uh, enthusiasm to forget about every other thing that is going on, you know. And mm-hmm. the kind of a person I am, I'm a very analytical person. I think a lot. And games like these, I love snooker. Uh, if you've played pool or snooker, you know mm-hmm. it's a very uh, like focused game. You ha- you need to be focused. You need to think a lot. And, you Critical know, like, strategic thinking. Yeah. Yes, and uh, maybe this is my way of trying to distract myself. And uh, I try and do a lot of things so that I don't think about one thing. Uh, I'd like to multitask. So, for example, even if I'm working, I will start listening to music and I'll start texting some people as well. A lot of people say that, you know, like, uh, this is not a good habit because you cannot focus on this, uh, the thing that you are doing. But I feel like uh, everyone has their own way of dealing with things. Mm. And for me, I feel like if I don't do this, I will get distracted from what I want to do actually. Why? Because I will keep on thinking about one thing and maybe it will make me depressed. Because I think a lot, my brain functions a lot maybe. Uh, so whenever I'm thinking about one thing, it will uh, lead me to think about other things which have happened in the past, which, uh, maybe some relationship, uh, for example, if I'm working on something and something reminds me of something in the past, which was depressing or which was sad or something like this. So, you know, the, the feelings of, uh, of the past will keep on distracting me. Mm -hmm. So Maybe that is the reason why I developed this habit. It was purely unintentional, but it, it's kind of a habit that I developed to multitask. So, I mean, coming back to your question, <laughs> I get distracted a lot. <laughs> like I said. It's uh, okay. It's okay. So th- this has been my, my, my past. Like I've worked in different industries right now. I'm also consulting uh, with Uzbekistan Football Association uh, because I'm working uh, as a, a uh, freelance consultant for a UK company and a Serbian football consulting companies. Cool. Uh, in future, hopefully, I'll be working in uh, Europe or maybe Canada. <laughs> That's the plan. Yeah, man. We're over here. Come over here. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that and, and introducing yourself. I, uh, you know, it sounds like you're a man of all traits. Very intelligent. Very creative. And um, you know, I look forward to diving in here. And um, so it is time to share a story of healing. And uh, I have some questions that I'll ask and uh, we'll just go with the motions. So, sure. um, you know, just to start off, what is your story which brought you a life challenge or struggle? Well, I personally believe uh, like most of the people, everyone go through a lot of hardships in their life. Uh, there's, you can't compare your story with anyone else because everyone deals with different uh, problems and issues differently. Uh, maybe my story will be uh, not so 
emotional for other people but for other for some people maybe it will be really emotional some people could relate uh so throughout my life i've uh felt kind of alone and uh that is because of the upbringing that i had maybe uh i have middle child syndrome i have an elder brother and i have a younger sister so i always felt left out since i was young uh my dad and my my parents are really nice i i really love them no question about it but you know like uh some cultures have this uh way of upbringing their children like mothers are usually it's it's a typical asian family lifestyle where mothers are really close to the children because they are housewives uh fathers are usually out working so the connection with father is usually very less but because uh maybe it's the psychology of fathers that they are really close to uh, their daughters more they listen to their daughters more they love their daughters more and especially because my sister was the only daughter that he had so he was much more close to my sister and uh my mother used to admire my father my brother more uh because he was the first son and at the same time uh he he was someone who uh my parents groomed to be the ideal son kind of thing uh so for me i kind of felt left out maybe it was un uh unintentional from my side like i should not be feeling that way but you can't help uh comparing yourself you know mm-hmm. so i grew up with this mentality that you know like i never got enough attention from them and then growing up my brother was never close to me as well uh i would actually force him to do some things with me play with me or something like this when i was growing up and maybe for some people if they might feel like you know like you're being childish or something but i was a child at that time you know like when you're growing up you need someone to be with you you know you want someone to actually play with you because you're a kid you have a lot of energy you want to play you want to be interactive and if you're not allowed to go and play outside you need someone to play with you in your house you know mm-hmm. and uh, i never got that but i did develop some sort of a relationship with my sister like we were very close uh, because she would end up helping me play with me or something like this so i i became more close to her uh, we would talk about everything uh, she became like a my, like my friend you know so uh, but at the same time you know like being close to your brother is different because you both are guys the the, the things that you can play together like you can have physical activities you can play football you can play cricket you can play a lot of different things so it, it is different that even though your sister tries to uh like be like a brother for you but she can because once you start growing up you know that your level of uh physicality will in- increase and that is when the difference comes and then um she will have her own things to do and then again you know like there's there's a void which is left and uh then uh things start to pile up and when i was growing up again um uh, i started to develop uh, relations with other people my other other friends 
and I became very close to a couple of my friends, uh, their parents actually, because I needed a, a, a authoritative figure in my life. I, I needed someone who will actually uh, not say no to me for mm. every single thing. Because I know like growing up, my father, even though he's not really strict, but at the same time, he's concerned, you know, like every father is concerned about their child's safety. If they cannot be present, they don't want them to do something which can harm them. Like mm. growing up, I always wanted to actually be a, a professional racer. I wanted to become an F1 driver, but I was not allowed because, you know, like F1 driving, uh, if, if I want to be an F1 racer, there's a very lengthy process. You have to go through like go-karting licenses and then you go for A1 and then F1. So it's it's a big process. You start early. And uh, my parents always saw this as a dangerous sports. That what if you are in an accident? I'm not even 18. I'm not even 17. I don't even have license. So how will this materialize? You know, so they stopped me. And I wanted to actually play football, but they stopped me because... It was like, at that time, if you become a footballer, what if you get injured, your career is over, focus on your studies, you know? So every single time, it was there was something that will actually uh, force them to stop me. So all of this was piling up. And all of this, I was perceiving as a rejection that I'm not allowed. And when you're young, you have so much energy. Whether you want to call it a horoscope thing, because I'm Sagittarius, I'm... I have to be like a, a rebellious child or I have to be really active or you can blame anything. You can blame my psychology for mm -hmm. it, but, but it is what it is. You know, like I have to feel, I am feeling neglected. I am feeling rejected. Mm -hmm. And then when my friend's parents, they started to interact with me, they started to be more supportive. It, it made me believe that, you know, like, okay, so I feel more comfortable with them, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I started a, a different kind of relationship with them. Like my friend's father actually taught me how to run a business, how to do different things. So he, he started to act more like my father than how, how my father was acting, like how I wanted my father to act with me at that age. My, my, my friend's father actually taught me how to drive a car how to ride a bicycle, all of these things, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, the relationship that I developed with him was very different. And then uh, I ended up dating his daughter. His uh, son was my best friend. So this connection was very, very strong. And then when my first partner passed away, that was the first uh, hitting point. And that is when I literally broke down. Mm -hmm. And it was very difficult for me to recover from it, especially because I stopped seeing my friend and my uh, friend's father. And that, that is because, you know, like I, I don't know what to say and I don't know what to do about it, about the situation. And at the same time, I don't know how to react towards the situation. Because she was my partner, you know, and she was my first ever partner. Mm -hmm. And now she passed away. I, I don't. And this was the first time I actually realized that people actually die. 
and I, I don't know how to react towards it. And after some time, I, I was still talking to my friend, but it was bare minimum, you know, like mm -hmm. I, I stopped going to their house. I stopped like interacting with them. I only went like a couple of times when there was uh, really, really needed for some, some uh, business purposes. And then uh, in one of the events, my friend had an accident and he died and he died in front of me. So that was really hard for me, you know, like first my partner dies and then his brother, who is my best friend, he passes away. And that is something that I, I just couldn't take, you know, and I isolated myself for six months or so. I didn't see anyone. I didn't talk to anyone. I barely ate. I barely did anything. I was just isolated in one room. I would not talk to anyone at all. And then after six months, when I actually got out of this rehabilitation, maybe, I, I just wanted to leave my country because mm -hmm. I, I just couldn't stay in this country and just keep on thinking about this. And I got this opportunity because at that time, my father, uh, actually a couple of years before this, my father started to work in Petronas, which was, which is a Malaysian company. And uh, he had, he got this opportunity that if he wants, he can move to Malaysia. And uh, before he even got this opportunity, I told him that, you know, like I want to move out of this country for higher education also. My parents don't know about these relationships, you know? My parents don't know about my friend, my parents don't know about uh, my partner. Uh, so they, they didn't know what was going on in my life. And that is why I say that, you know, like I felt neglected that, you know, even though they are my parents, they don't know uh, half of what I went through or half of what I was going through. And this made me more neglected. And this made me want to keep myself to myself more. Mm. So every time I will connect with someone who has a similar story or who wants to actually listen to me, I will just become really emotional. And I, I will just, you know, like let go of everything. Because when you are trying to restrain yourself from breaking loose and someone just comes and hugs you and tells you that, you know, like I'm here for you, that is when you just break down. Mm -hmm. you, want to let go and just tell them every single thing about themselves and uh this this has been constant you know like whenever i find someone who would listen to me even for like five minutes or ten minutes i would just break down everything i i would just want to tell them everything because maybe that is a process you know like you want to let go you, you just don't want to bottle up everything inside and uh, that is why and it continues like afterwards uh, I went to Malaysia, I started a new life, I started my education, my, uh, I started higher education, I started my university in Malaysia. Things started to look forward and then I started to develop more relationships, uh, but I always kept long-term uh, relationships. I was never about like, you know, like couple of month kind of thing. I, I always wanted to have a relationship which is more meaningful. Like we were discussing earlier, I, I I want to be with someone who is not just there for me emotionally. You want to grow with somebody. 
Excuse me? You want to grow with someone. You want to grow with someone who understands exactly. you and, and feels you, feels your yeah. energy and loves you for who you are. Exactly. Because you see, like whenever you see a partner, you, you don't want to see this relationship end. Mm-hmm. And if you don't expect your relationship to end, you want to choose a partner who is going to be there for you all the time, you know? And when I say all the time, it does not mean like 24 hours. It's right. even they're not there. Uh, you know that, you know, like their presence counts, mm-hmm. you know, like them being in your life means a lot. Their heart is there. Their heart, yeah. their spirit, their energy is with you. Yeah, exactly. And whenever you need, you can reach out to them, you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes the connection that you feel with some people, you don't even need to talk. You don't even need to say that I'm sad or I'm depressed or I need someone. They will just look at your face and they can tell that, you know, like you need someone. And that is the kind of connection everyone is looking for. And of course. It, even me, I mean, every time I find someone, I, I'm looking for this connection. I'm looking for someone who can just look at my face and say that, you know, like, okay, I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. you know? Whether it's a good thing or it's a bad thing, whether we want to be happy together, whether we want to be sad together, but we do everything together, you know? So right. finding the right person is not difficult but staying with the right person i find it more difficult because mm-hmm. you're two different people you know like maybe for me we both are perfect to, towards each other but maybe your partner doesn't see it that way you know and mm-hmm. sometimes maybe they have some restrictions that they cannot say or they just don't know that how to say them you know how to mm-hmm. talk about them. so i i've been through a couple of relationships uh, after my first uh, relationship and they were also difficult most of them were long term and all of them were really nice people I would always appreciate whatever they've done for me I would never say anything bad about them because no matter what I chose them and I saw some goodness in them that is why I was in that relationship mm-hmm. regardless whether it ends badly or it ends good it does not uh, matter you know because In the end, I grew up because of that relationship. I learned a lot from that relationship. And no matter what, they gave me something, you know. They taught Mm. me something. They made me the man that I am now. And to be honest, I feel like I'm a better man. And we will always face difficulties in our life. But still, these are the experiences which make us better. Mm. I agree. So (laughs) I agree. Thank you for sharing that, you know. And... um, you know what you what you went through is an incredible story you know it shows resilience where you are today you know to feel rejection you know in your own family and try to fight you know to be recognized and then have to you know deal with some of those losses that were so close to you and um and then like meet these people in your life that come and connect and and they bring healing and, and these experiences, you know, when you, when we meet these people in our life, new relationships or new friends or new family that brings you in, you know, it's, it's a, uh, it's a blessing and it's such a cool learning experience to know that even though we feel alone and even though sometimes we will be rejected in life, we'll feel that we have nobody, you know, but there's always someone in our circle or there's always someone out there in the world that will love you for who you are, whether it's a partner, a friend, or someone that becomes family. 
And um, yeah, I think, I think that's, uh, it's amazing. Um, you know, what you've went through and, you know, and, and to be where you are today and, and still have success in a lot of different avenues, you know, through business and football consulting and focusing on entrepreneurship and, you know, that's a lot of different avenues to take and, and, and putting your thought and your heart in those areas while at the same time growing and, and, and feeling pain and feeling a struggle and losing people that you love and care and then still being able to find a way to overcome and focus on what you need to do to create a life, create a future. Thank you for sharing that. Um, going into that actually um, kind of lead up perfectly. Uh, what would you do to keep yourself healthy during this time? So, you know, during the, I guess we can take it all in like a, a full time, time lapse, but um, from the, you know, when you were young with rejection to as you're getting older and, 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 and losing the ones you love and, and to where you are today, you know, what are some things that you really did to keep yourself healthy and, and balanced spiritually, physically, mentally, and emotionally? Actually, before I talk about what I did, right. Um, mm. I think the important thing that I, I should mention is <clears throat> that I've, uh, always felt that I don't belong in any society. You know? Okay. Uh, maybe this is because the kind of personality I developed. And uh, if you know me well, you would know that I will never hold back on anything. If I have something in my mind, I will say it straight away. Mm. And that is why I feel like a lot of people uh, look at me in a negative way that, you know, like I'm so blunt and straightforward all the time that uh maybe i'm not thinking about their feelings or emotions or something like this but i feel like you know if if i don't say anything up front straight away then am i lying to you you know like if i keep anything to myself if i feel something about you and i don't tell you then i feel like i'm lying to you and i, I will continue this relationship with you uh based on a lie to myself mm. if i feel like you know like maybe you are treating me wrong and I'm, i i can feel it and if i don't share it with you then you will continue to do it because you don't know how i feel about it you know mm -hmm. so if you continue to do it and later on when things get out of hand when i really feel uh angry towards you and then i tell you that you know like why have you been treating me like this? And then you say, you don't know that you were treating me like this. Why didn't I say anything? Yeah. You know, and mm -hmm. this has always been my personality when I, uh, when I was growing up, I've always been very vocal. I've always told my parents that how I feel about them, that, you know, like I feel neglected. I always told my brother that, you know, like, I don't feel like you're treating me like a brother. And, uh, so, this has been the sad thing that, you know, like even after coming out, even after saying that, you know, how I feel about how you guys are reacting towards me, the things never changed. And uh, I always felt that, you know, like when I'm talking to someone and if I am being honest and they realize that uh, how I am thinking or how I want them to treat me if mm. they change their way uh towards me i would feel better you know so 
to be honest like now when my father is retired he has started to be more active towards me he has started to listen to me more but i i, I will not say that it's a little too late because i'm i'm still young and i still need him you know it's mm, that i course. need him financially or anything i i need him i need a father you know you, right. you need you need his love yeah i need his love and uh, so I, i i would always appreciate like what he has done for me in the past even if it is not emotionally present at that time but now but it, it is the time that i missed you know and uh i always find that talking to someone being open being honest always helped me it made things worse as well but at the same time it helped me because at least i for myself can say that you know like i have cleared my heart i don't have anything in my heart which is uh negative or which i am hiding whatever my feelings is towards you i will say but the bad thing is that you know like every time when i open up i face the rejection that people always say uh you are thinking wrong you know like for example if i come to you and i tell you that you are neglecting me i feel that you are neglecting me and you are my friend so you tell me that i'm thinking wrong you're not neglecting me you know i should not mm. think like this but right. i am you know yeah so what uh... i want to do if i am feeling neglected and i'm telling you i am feeling neglected from mm-hmm. you you can't tell me that don't think like this right because this is what i'm feeling yeah and you know it keep going <laughs> this, this is something that grew up and um uh, i i try to be more open towards people and that is why i started to uh like dive into more things i started to uh develop more things that will actually help me that will actually uh become my own uh culture so to say i started learning from different experiences different people even movies and like uh like inspirational people i started to read more about psychology biology uh, philosophy and all this and start to learn and incorporate all of these things in my life just so that you know like i always feel uh everyone is dependent on someone you know there is whenever people talk about that you know like i'm an independent person my personality is very independent mm-hmm. i don't believe in that maybe for you maybe you have created this persona towards yourself that you know like or oh, you're very independent but there's no way you can have a healthy lifestyle being independent everyone needs someone mm. whether you, it is your parents whether it's your relatives your friends your colleagues your loved one who it could be anything or anything you know mm, you are dependent on someone people mm-hmm. who feel that they are independent they start focusing on their work so much that their life actually becomes all about work so mm. dependence is their work and they create this dependence it's not that you know like oh i love my work so much that i don't need to talk to anyone i'm sure like they will get tired of working 24 hours and that is when they need to talk to someone and you will see a lot of people like this they go to bars and then they are just sitting drinking alone but what they do they start initiating conversations 
with the bartender or someone because you are still dependent. We are social beings. We we are dependent on communicating. Mm-hmm. It, it is impossible that you can uh, control yourself and live in a bubble that you can say that you know, like I'm completely independent. Mm, like happy living alone. No one wants to be alone. Exactly. Nobody wants to be alone. Nobody can be alone. Mm. And that is why I start to uh, join different groups on Facebook, Instagram, start um, making different circles of friends from different backgrounds, from different uh, maybe careers, and uh, just talk to them, you know, like, I don't have to share with everyone that, you know, like, oh, I'm trying to communicate with you because I'm depressed. No, it's, it's, it's not about... Uh, telling everyone that I'm depressed. It's just creating a community. I just want to know more people so that I don't feel that I am alone in this world, you know? I don't feel that I'm being neglected. So this is what I try to do. I I try to communicate with any person who has different backgrounds as long as their mentality and uh, they have something to teach me. Their mentality is similar to mine. Even if their mentality is not similar to mine, but at least I can initiate some sort of communication, you know, even if it is a little bit. So uh, this helps me uh, not think about all of the depression and everything, but at the same time, it helps me grow. And that is why I developed so many different interests. Mm. Like I went into music, I went into IT, I went into football, I started broadcasting. Hopefully I will start my podcast soon as well. So yeah, man, it's amazing. Interests developed so that because I started to talk to other people, learn from their inspirations, what inspired them, and then uh, become inspired myself. You know, like, and I feel like this is how we grow because someone needs to inspire us so that we become inspired to do something. I mean, I agree. When I was growing up, I saw someone playing really amazing football, which just inspired me that, you know, like, I want this as a career, you know? So this, this, this has been my way of, so to say, like healing myself or creating a lifestyle which will help me uh, heal myself. But mm. to be honest, without proper people around you, I... I would have never been able to heal myself. Every step of the way, there have been people, whether they have been in uh, with me for a short term or long term, but there have always been people who have helped me, either temporarily or long term, they have helped me heal. Like I was telling you, when I came to Uzbekistan, I was really low. And uh, my partner over here, she helped me. She helped me a lot uh, in going through my cycle, in adjusting to Uzbekistan at the same time emotionally. She's been present with me uh, for this whole period while I've been in Uzbekistan, almost like eight months or so. So Mm -hmm. without the right people, I don't think it would have been possible. Thank you for sharing that, man. That's amazing. And, um, you know, that's an incredible story. I think that people tuning in and listening can relate in a lot of ways, especially what we're going through right now in our world. Like there's a lot of constraints and pressure 
um, in the media to stay inside, be alone, um, and all these different things. And, you know, say growing up with those type of family challenges and, or say, say someone's growing up had a healthy family, but going to school and being bullied, uh, you know, and, you know, and, and feeling alone and not having friends, it really comes down to, um, the people in your life who love you for who you are and that you connect with and build relationships with as you grow older can help you heal through the current pains that you're facing. And, um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, your story is absolutely amazing. It's, um, you know, you went through all of that rejection and pain and for you to channel that energy, you got to a certain point in life. You're like, you know, I'm tired of being alone. I'm tired of feeling this way. You know, I, I want to feel connected. I want to feel love. I want to be, um, involved and, 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 and appreciative of, of who I am. And, you know, for you to reach out to just social groups and you to reach out and try those different avenues and business and, and sports, like that's so awesome, man. Like you, you found a way to connect, you know? And, um, I think people right now, if they ever feel alone and lost, you know, there is, there's somebody out there for sure that you can connect with, whether it's online, whether it's in your community, you know, it just takes a matter of, uh, of taking a little bit of action and, you know, and having a little bit of no fear and pushing forward and, and reaching out and being vulnerable in a little bit of a way. And, um, yeah, I think, um, you know, that, that was amazing. And, uh, I felt that story in every way and, um, you know, going, going into that, um, you kind of, you kind of addressed like, you know, how did you overcome this challenge and struggle? But, um, aside from connecting with anybody and um and reaching out to the people for healing and growing and building relationships um is there anything that you would do differently to overcome being alone and feeling that that rejection is there is there anything right now in life that you think you can still do to still overcome maybe feeling some of those those wavelengths of being alone and, um, you know, besides reaching out and connecting to different people and groups, you know? Definitely. To be honest, I always uh, felt like I should focus more on building my own personal skills, which are not dependent on other people. And uh, I really admire people uh, who have skills and who are actually doing something with their skills. Like, for example, you're playing uh music and you know like you're really involved in music which is a skill that you don't need other people you can just go into your own studio you can start making your own music you can play with your own tools and it helps you you know and mm -hmm. for me uh i initiated writing i'm actually writing a novel right now it's been a long nice. time since i'm i'm writing this novel i haven't been able to uh completed but it's it, it's it's something sometimes it helps you know like i just write like uh, a couple of pages and it helps me absorb all this negative energy uh from outside and then i can just like let go of it for because when you're writing something you have to uh like turn off that side of your brain and then just think of something that you want to create but at the same time, you know, like I'm, I'm 
writing a few stories and uh, but I'm mainly working on one novel but a few stories that I'm creating are based on the 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 things that I went through you know like uh, mm. people that I met or something like this uh, some story that I can relate to but at the same time make it a bit more fictional in a way that you know like uh, maybe if I would have kept in touch with one of my exes how would it be what if it right. materialized how would it be or cool. something like this you know like mm -hmm. imagination is is limitless you know like you can imagine mm. anything and of course like True. when you think about your own stories you don't only think about what happened you also think about what could have happened you know and right maybe this helps you realize whether it was for the best or uh, was it uh, not for the best. So uh, this has been one of the things that I do. I also try and sketch occasionally. I'm a really uh, big uh, sports fan. Like I go to gym a lot. I've done mixed martial arts. I've done Muay Thai boxing. Yeah, man. I was checking your social page. It's awesome. Very inspiring and, and motivating. Yeah, and, and then travel as well, you know, like uh, I, I love traveling. I like to go and traveling does not mean that you have to visit another country. You can be the same country and just visit different things. You can, uh, I, I love photography. So I, I usually I've created this uh, kind of a habit of uh, taking pictures of angles. Okay. So like for example if you see my uh timeline if if you're following my uh instagram not mm -hmm. my 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 image uh, like my pictures but my uh you know like 24 hour story timeline right so right you will see a lot of times i'm posting pictures which have a lot of angles like uh a street so all the trees should be in straight line kind of thing yeah yeah that's cool so it, it's to show like a perspective nice so uh so whenever i take pictures like this i actually imagine myself uh standing at the other end mm. so for example if it's a row of trees so all the trees should be in one line and i imagine myself standing at the other end mm -hmm. I, I don't know how uh you that's can very neat <laughs> I'm like visualizing it, you know, and that's, that's, that's just being creative, you know, in something that you love, you know, you're trying to capture an angle to create a different perspective. So when someone's looking at that photo or the video and they see those angles, each person will take in that perspective differently. I yeah. think that's so cool. So, and I, sometimes I try and imagine a story behind it as well. You know, like if you go mm. to a very, inspirational place for example like maybe some mausoleum or something like this and you see a, a very uh, interesting uh, concept in front of you you can just imagine yourself sitting over there and like you know Im imagine yourself indulging in that environment maybe from that era or something like this what if you were in that era so th this kind of helps me get away from the uh, the current life that we are in mm. because your imagination is just a perspective you know a perspective right. of what it could have been when you were in that time i like so, that 
I think it, that's it's all very about cool. disconnecting. You know, it, it's about mm-hmm. disconnecting negativity. It's about disconnecting of what bad is going on around you, and just creating a life or a, a story for yourself. Because to be honest, we all are living our own life. You know, our own stories. And uh, for me, I'm the main character in my story. For you, you are the main character in your story. So I, right now, I'm playing a supporting role in your story. Mm. And for me, you are a supporting role for my story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I like the way you put that into perspective. And I also really want to elaborate that, you know, disconnecting from our current environment you know that daily grind what we're what we're going through you know growing up in our past or in our present life um sometimes like disconnecting uh being outside and doing something creative like taking photos and videos and creating your own perspective and and putting your in, in your in your mind space into some other good energy something positive yeah. something that you can build connection with you know because what you're doing is you're creating something and then you're connecting with other people that want to engage and see this. And they're like, oh, this is cool. This is interesting, you know, and that's a little bit of healing right there, right? Because people that see those things, they like that. They get engaged. They're like disconnecting from their current situation or what their mindset's on. And if it's something negative, you just put them in something, you just put them in a positive mindset. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for music, you know, too, like I've been really diving into videography, you know, for the past few years with music videos and and, and, and taking photos as well but with music you elaborate on as well is like yeah for me music definitely and, and working out are are two things that i've been uh, channeling my energies through for for a long time you know since i was a little youngling you know and uh, i'm very grateful and, and honored and blessed to have an amazing mother who put me you know into sports and music at a young age and, and going through all these years and all these different battles and i'm going to share my story soon enough on one of these episodes and and why i started our podcast you know and and, um but uh yeah definitely like just like being active and releasing that energy and you know focusing on the music and and being in your like world but then actually releasing it and, and that energy out and then seeing those connections and seeing people like oh that's amazing you know i feel that you know i'm going to support that and I want to reach out and, and it's just like that brings healing, you know, because you're like, you're, you're, you're creating that connection. And, um, I think that's so cool that, that, that you put that in perspective, you know, you know, just with angles. Cause if you think about photography with angles, it's almost like music with the sound, yeah. you know, you're creating different sounds, different perspectives, you know, that, that's awesome. Thank uh, you for I sharing that. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to go back to what you said actually earlier about bullying. And I feel yeah. like uh, this is something that people should be more vocal about because, mm. uh, you know, when I was growing up as well, uh, I, I was a very skinny kid. And uh, I, I, w- I will not say that I have been bullied like how other people were bullied before because I, I've seen firsthand that how uh, kids can be aggressive towards each other and even though i was not being bullied how uh, people are bullied but i've seen people getting bullied a lot and uh i have to say that you know like bullying is not just physical it's also emotional mm-hmm. it's also uh with words sometimes things that you say can hurt people the way 
that you can never imagine. And uh, I think we were talking about this last time as well, that a lot of times when someone wants to share something with you because they feel that, you know, like you are their friend and they want to tell you that, you know, like they're going through something, especially if it's uh, a, a big issue like anxiety or depression or something like this, it's not easy for them to come out because it's very difficult for people to actually trust anyone when they are going through depression. And it takes guts to actually come out and say that, uh, you know, I have this problem and I'm going through this. And I've seen that a lot of times people uh, judge you and people uh, like, you know, like they compare that, you know, like uh, in, in front of me a few times when someone actually opened up and they were saying that, you know, like I went through this and then this other friend like straight away said that, you know, like, Oh, what do you know about depression? What do you know about anxiety? I went through this. I went through that. It's not about you, you know? Like a person is actually trying to come out because he's seeking help. Mm. Comparing his story with yourself and saying that he's not going through something, I think it's a kind of bullying as well because you're trying to shut him down. You're trying to bring him down that, you know, like be happy. You don't have depression mm. when he does have depression. And he needs help. And even when I was young, I've seen a lot of kids bullying other people. And it, it, it really hurts uh, to even see someone being bullied. You know, like it's, it's not a good experience, even if you're not at the receiving end. And that is why uh, when I was growing up, when I was actually capable, I tried and actually uh, be supportive of someone who is weak whenever i see someone being bullied and who is weak who cannot uh like stand up for themselves i try and be there for them you know like try and uh be like a like a guardian for them or or a, you know like mm -hmm. someone who will actually stop this uh bullying and try and make this person feel that you know he's not alone and i i feel like it it's it's not something that I am saying that I'm proud of and uh, I want to like get like golden star or something. But the reason why I'm saying this is because I feel like people should be more aware of their surrounding, how other people are teaching and uh, treating other people. Because mm -hmm. uh, if we are not going to create a good society around us, if we are not going to stand up for the things which are going on and they are wrong, we will just create a bigger and bigger gap between people who are actually happy and who are sad. And we are not contributing positively to a society. If we, if you can see something bad going on in front of you and you don't do anything about it, you are as bad as that person. Mm. So I just thought I need to let this thing out, you know, like we need mm. to be more spoken about it. I agree. I agree. It's important to be vocal because that's how you support each other. You know, it's, it's, that's, that's how you get the word out. That's how you connect. And that's how you share what we're, people are going through. If, if someone's just holding something in and people are standing back and, and they're watching something negative or something like traumatic, like bullying happen, um, you're just kind of sitting there in the motions watching it. You know, you're not making a change. You're not making a difference. You're just like watching an, another movie. Yeah. You're not out there connecting. And um, 
thank you for like you know adding more to that and, and opening up I, I think that's uh you have a lot of amazing experience and you have a l amazing insight and a big heart and i want to let you know um that you'll never feel alone with me you'll never feel alone on the hashtag stories of healing podcast you know Amen. this is a time to be together this is a time to connect no matter how far you are hopefully one day you do come to canada that'd be amazing man we'll connect and um I just want to ask if there's one a few things you can say to to listeners tuning in or who see the repost of the this video um if there's young people out there or young adults youth young adults seniors maybe even someone that's retired who may be still facing rejection who may be still feeling alone especially what's happening right now um what would you tell them what would is your best supportive advice that you can tell them, you know, and, and, and to maybe start slowly moving away from feeling that rejection and aloneness and start going towards a connection, start going towards that fulfillment inside. Um, yeah. To be honest, you know, like, uh, I'm still learning because I, I feel like, everything uh, that I've been through is just one phase. There's a lot more to come, you know? Mm. As long as I'll be alive, new uh, things will come up, new difficulties, new problems, new issues, uh, new sadness. It will keep on coming up. And there's no way I can say that, you know, like I'm living a life. I'm living the life of happiness all the time. It is impossible. We just need to find out things that inspire us, that help us. Like when I came to Uzbekistan during quarantine, I was really alone. For almost uh, two months or so, I, I couldn't see anyone. I was just sitting at home. My family is far away from me. I'm... I'm literally alone. I don't know anyone in Uzbekistan. I only knew like a few people and those people cannot come to my house because of lockdown. It was really depressing period. And I honestly, I felt like, you know, like I want to go back to Pakistan and be with my family, be with someone because there's nobody, you know, and over here in Uzbekistan, internet is not so good. It's, it's time. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's, it's good tonight. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think because it's early in the morning, I'm sure like most of the people are sleeping. Right, so, right. Uh, yeah, for those yeah. tuning in, it's it's about what five thirty six a.m. right now where you're at. At least yeah, six a.m. now. Yeah, I think it's about like six thirty right now. So, oh. uh, yeah, I mean, like the this 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 period was really hard, and it is hard for everyone. It's not just me. Everyone is staying in their houses. A lot of people don't have friends or families who can visit them, who can talk to them or uh, just, you know, like a lot of times, okay, virtually you can be supportive, but it is still limited, you know, but everyone needs some sort of physical presence. And when I was here, I developed a, a kind of a relationship with a stray cat, which will come to my house every day. And I would feed her. I would wow. just sit in my uh, like in my garden, 
and I will just put a chair over there. I'll read my book. She will just come. I will feed her. Back no way. Just sit. That's and, so awesome. Yeah, and and this this became like a bond, and we became so like we had our own kind of a language. Like whenever uh, I'll go out, I know that she will come running, and then whenever she is coming out, I it's like whenever I open my main door, I would always say like a few words, and it's like it's not like a word. It's it's like how uh, she makes sounds when she's running towards me. So it's like whenever she's coming, you know, like, <laughs> like a weird yeah, noise. Yeah, there's a language. Yeah, so, yeah, of course. Uh, and then like when I'm about to feed her or when uh, I'm petting her, she makes like different sounds. And then when she will look at me and she will just like, you know, like uh, say like, some some she'll make some noises that is just so calming you know and especially mm -hmm. when cats they purr it is so calming when they are like in your lap or when they are like you're even if you are just near their presence and they're purring right it's it's just so relaxing so i feel like you know like creating a bond with an animal or your pet is is very important it's very healing for people mm -hmm. who are alone especially and uh the kind of healing uh, a living organism can give you is something that you cannot find in any other way. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people, they are afraid of uh, having like uh, four-legged animals, like for example, maybe cats or dogs, uh, which is normal. You can have birds, you can have different things with whichever you feel you're comfortable with. But having a physical living organism around you and actually communicating with them even if you cannot speak the same language or uh have a, a proper dialogue it's is the presence that counts you know like you don't um it can compensate for being alone mm -hmm. so th this is something that uh, has always helped me but obviously having virtual conversations with people developing some sort of skills, uh, maybe learn a language, you know, like a lot of people during this time are learning a language. And to be honest, uh, for youth, especially who are growing up, I strongly suggest that they should learn different languages. It will really help in their future for their career, because no matter which career I have pursued, uh, if you are going global, you need different languages. I know like, especially in football industry, I have suffered so badly because I don't know many languages. And if I knew one or two more languages, I am sure I would have done so much better. So I strongly suggest learn languages, maybe painting or something, something skillful, something that is that can be your passion, something that you feel inspired about, you know. Like bringing out that creative side in somebody that creates connection. Yeah. yeah. And even, you know, sometimes cool. doing charity or small things like this. Like I know this one person, uh, he used to like uh, cook some food at, at his house. Uh, not really mm -hmm. uh, awesome food, but like, uh, not to say like awesome, but it was really awesome for him. But uh, I would say like it's simple food, something soulful food, you know, like, uh, and right. then he will just uh, go around the street and uh, he will just give it to uh, people who are like 
living on the street who are poor who cannot because you know like this pandemic has uh hurt a lot of people financially a lot and people mm. have been homeless people don't have food to eat it's it's a really tough time you know so doing whatever you can can be healing as well a lot of times when you do small gestures of had uh, of kindness towards other people it really helps you i agree that's amazing you know and um i uh yeah i couldn't agree more i think um finding creative ways to give back to the community um giving back to the people in, in, around us uh, where we're living and sometimes doing active kindness actually creates fulfillment it creates happiness within ourselves and it almost creates that um stronger uh i guess you can say bond inside where you start to feel less alone and you start to feel like something is worth something feels fulfillment something feels full just by giving back um thank you for sharing that i just want to to before i close up here i just wanted to say any everyone that's tuning in and listening in um please go visit on instagram mr faison Hader Ali, here we got one word. How do you pronounce that full word here? It's Faisan Hader Ali. Nice, cool. <laughs> yeah, man. So everyone that's out there tuning in or listening in, um, you know, that has interest in traveling, interest in photography, interest in Muay Thai, interest in business development, entrepreneurship, journalism, writing, interest in, you know, just hearing more of your story and how you can help, whether it's someone young or someone in their adult life, you know, get through some of their challenges that they're facing, you know, and right now in our world, there is a lot of loneliness, there's a lot of depression, there's a lot of anxiety and stress happening. And I feel like there's a lot of detachment as well. And, you know, one of the main reasons why I started this podcast is, is because of something I went through in these past six months, and I've built some healing and solitude from it. But the, uh, the main foundation, I'm going to share my story soon on the show, but, um, you know, it, it comes down to connecting and, and sharing and helping each other through experiences that creates healing. Mm -hmm. And um, I just want to say thank you so much, Faison, for coming on tonight uh, in, in, in Ottawa here in Canada. It's about 930. So it's probably about 6 a.m., 630 a.m. your time. Um, you know, I appreciate you. I'm super grateful. The people that are listening in, I think are going to really feel this is a resilient story that they can relate to and connect with if they're going through something very similar and, or if they calm down that challenge down the road. Uh, you're an amazing and incredible person. I believe that, you know, we're going to stay connected and continue doing amazing things for the world, for your community, for my community. And, um, and, you know, like I said, this is hashtag stories of healing episode two. We're going to close the live session here. Tune in every weekly 830. We, uh, tonight we went off for about an hour or so. So that's amazing. You know, it's all about just going with the flow. It's all about a relaxed, safe environment and sharing our stories. So tune in weekly. We do the Facebook live stream. We do the repost on the YouTube channel. And please, if you have Instagram, go check out his channel here Faison Hader Ali his channel it's a very ins inspirational motivational uh, page I love it I was going through checking out the photos and like you, yeah you know how to hit those angles I'll tell you <laughs> it's really cool um, and uh, yeah so thank you and have a good evening hashtag stories of healing like share 
comment and spread some love. Okay. Cheers. Cheers, man. Thank you.